Welcome. You are listening to the Upper Room Podcast. For more information or to donate to this ministry, visit URFellowship.com. For 37 years, since uh, uh, 1984, the Upper Room Fellowship has impacted India, hopefully transforming lives through children's homes, through the schools, through the evangelists, all because of our relationship with Jacob and Jaya and Hope um, Ministries International. Now, Jacob and Jaya were here um, a couple weeks ago when we celebrated our 50th anniversary our, our, uh, of the Upper Room Fellowship. And that was great to have them here because we have had this relationship for that long. And because of that relationship, again, we have, we, our fellowship has impacted that nation, and we're so grateful for that. In June or January of 2020, a group of us from the Upper Room Fellowship, I see Lisa and Carrie out there and Bruce, Bruce, uh, Chris, uh, Chuck's not here today, but uh, we went to India. It was, it was, and Ellen, Ellen, sorry, Ellen, there we are. And it was, it was, um, it, it was amazing. It was really fascinating to watch Jacob and Jaya in action, watching them, how they served and loved the people and how they loved them too, to, to, to meet the children, to meet the, the, um, staff there to, to um, meet the evangelists, to experience a level of honor I don't think I have ever experienced before. It was, it was over the top. And also the honor that was bestowed upon them, well, well worthy and, and uh, um, to be received. It was also, just interesting to experience the culture, the color, the music was awesome. The food, it, it was just, just really great. But Mahope Ministries International has made a huge impact in India, often through much hardship and opposition, and through the children's homes, and through the Christian schools, and through the evangelists, and through the drills, the drills, they, the wells they drill, and the clean water provided for people, transformation has occurred, and lives have been affected. So make sure you check out the table in the foyer, the pictures, the information there. Uh, talk to Jacob and Jaya. Uh, check out and see how you can maybe support the ministry uh, through, you know, sponsoring a child or an evangelist or their other needs. But please welcome right now Jacob as he shares a message and also just an update on the ministry and uh, on India. Jacob, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's an awesome introduction. (laughs) Thank you, Pastor Greg. Thank you all for this opportunity. What an awesome worship that is, as Pastor Greg said. 
it's so good to be here with you and uh, it's been 37 years seems like yesterday and it was so nice to be a part of our 50th anniversary of upper room fellowship it, it was awesome too and uh, in this 50 years how many lives would have changed how many lives were affected by you just because the young people gathered and started praying and worship jesus and that went from there to this good morning, good morning. <laughs> we were in india from uh, april through july we came back in august and uh, it was one of the most difficult trips we ever took because of the covid the covid has changed the world changed the way we think and interact with each other there is so much fear anxiety and death in the world there are so many people who are affected by this and are in so sorrow and sadness because of the lost loved ones and um, the schools were closed in india for almost a year and a half churches were closed and <clears throat> the travel restrictions we couldn't uh, travel much if we are on the road the police will catch you and beat you up and or take you to the jail that's the kind of thing that we uh, saw there there were like uh, hundreds of bodies were floating in the ganges river they call that is one of the holiest rivers in the world and people take bath in that water to wash their sins away and the couple of hundred bodies from the covid were flowing floating on the in the river and some of the bodies were uh, pulled out and buried to see you can still see the bodies after you buried and some they cremated couple of hundred bodies couple of hundred fires everywhere the people that were cremating these bodies ran out of those fires because of the heat and the smell i don't know you ever smelled a body burned it is terrible smell we we see that all the time in the on the road sides in india but this one one place couple of hundred bodies were burning because people couldn't afford to bury them their dead bodies so that's the kind of situation were there there were a lot of restrictions and lockdowns you can't go to your store and uh, even if you have a time to go it's only limited time and when the time is up the police sirens in the street 
and if you are still there you will be for punishment so that's the kind of uh, things uh, that are taking place in india our children jessie and stacy doing well but i'm going to show you all these things uh, in the slides and uh, just keep an eye on them they go really fast so sit back relax and let god speak to you okay has over 1.4 billion people living there less than 4% christians this is our first children home we started in 1979 and that's the new dorm we built <clears throat> this is our headquarters this is where i was born we made a lot of bunk beds you helped us make a lot of bunk beds for the children they were so happy this is another children's home in a big city this is upper room your children's home and started in 1984 you helped us build the buildings and made bunk beds you bought gifts for them clothes for them some of the these are some of the children that grew up in the homes and uh, this is in a jungle area and this is a deaf and mute children home now because they are disowned by the families so they are in the our children's home it's uh, they are so happy to be there and uh, this is in the jungle our uh, tribal children and um, one of the pastors from uh, cleveland and uh, we buy gifts for christmas new clothes blankets books and uh, all the school supplies we buy them and uh, we made dining tables and it's really wonderful and this is our christian school and a college and uh, from k through 10th and then uh, uh, teachers training college this is the staff and uh, primary classes and we had a meeting with them and this is uh, one of the children's home this is a college dorm we started 5 uh, years ago for the students uh, stay here and uh, go to college these are the tribal children they are the tribal children this bruce uh, some donor helped us to buy bible concordances for the pastors and evangelists what a blessing it was and um, we distributed uh, covid relief for 500 families or more vegetables and uh, um, other spices and oil and uh, beans they were so happy they were so desperate for help at the time and uh, we were happy to distribute this help to them <clears throat> we've been drilling bore wells uh in the more jungle areas our pastors are praying for them this is the water they wash this is they carry home and they cook and they drink the same water this is one of the houses that they live they carry on their head like that and we are drilling another bore well uh, 
and in a different place. And it goes down to 200 feet deep. And the people are so happy to have this clean water. They go for water per mile or two miles and uh, get a pot of water. This is a tribal village, one of our pastors. This is one of the churches we started after uh, we drilled the bore wells. These are some of the tribal people. And the husband is carrying wife to the hospital. Sometimes miles he has to walk. These are our uh, evangelists that we support, uh, uh, carry, and uh, distribute. They brought uh, T-shirts for all of our evangelists and children. What a blessing it was. That's the T-shirt. Yes. We buy bicycles and drums and lanterns for our evangelists. Bicycles are the main transportation for them. We conduct gospel meetings, crusades, and... Uh, uh, there are three, four thousand people gather, and uh, a lot of people give their lives to Jesus in these meetings. There's Kerry, Chuck, and Tom, uh, Bruce, and Greg, and Ellie, and Lisa. And uh, we were praying for a person who came with a broken arm, and uh, she was healed overnight. And we cook like this. When, when people come from long distance and we serve 1,500, 2,000 people each meal. And we are walking to the river to baptize. And everybody watched. He was one of the boys that grew up in our homes. And this is our church at Mori. This is where uh, they preach to uh, the team. This girl never walked for seven years. After we prayed, she started walking. Wow. And at Christmas time and Easter time, our, our team, our pastors, children, they go through the streets and singing and praising God and sharing the gospel. Wow. And uh, every Christmas and Easter, they do this to get the message out. Our evangelists are going to preach the gospel to the tribal people. And uh, there was a medical uh, team from uh, Mercy Medical. They came to India and uh, conducted a women's clinic for uh, three days. There were about 600 people they treated, and two doctors and some nurses. And this is a vacation Bible school. Uh, uh, these are from High Mill Church, came and... Uh, we didn't expect more than 200 children, but about 1,000 children gathered at each meeting wow. and for three days. Wow. What an awesome. There are a lot of children came for prayer, and it's uh, exciting to see. This is our son, Jesse and Stacy. I showed you, showed you what we have been doing for the last 37 years in six minutes. <laughs> what a miracle. Our son Jesse and Stacy, they are in college. Uh, Jesse is uh, 20 years old and Stacy is 18. Jesse is in a second year of a bachelor's. There is one more year to finish. 
and Stacy. Uh, she wrote a test. Uh, if she passes, um, she can go to a med school, and she wants to be a doctor. But there is a lot of uh, restrictions. Christians are the are on the bottom of the list to get a job or to be granted for anything. So please pray that uh, whatever God's will for her, that's what I pray. God, your will be done in her life. Whatever you want her to do, whether it be doctor or something, you lead her and guide her. So keep, keep them in your prayers. It's uh, an honor to be here, to be a part of this church. Thank you so much for partnering with us. All these 37 years, you helped hundreds of children in the children's home. And they grew up, they have jobs, they are married. And most important thing is, most of them, by the time they leave the children's home, they accept Jesus as the Lord and Savior. Praise the Lord. And um, we have evangelists. At each children's home, we have a 30, 40 evangelists. They go around the uh, st- uh, villages and streets and preach the gospel and start the churches. And we're not only feeding the children, and we're also evangelizing the area where we are. And uh, I shared with you before uh, how children's lives been changed in Upper Room Children's Home. And uh, you may heard some of those stories, but I want to share a couple of stories. A, a, a little girl, about seven years old, and she brought a two-year-old brother, she was carrying him, and a four-year-old brother walked with her. They came to the upper room children's home and told the staff, my mom died with a uh, TB, tuberculosis. We don't know what happened to our dad. We are living in the street, and we heard about your children's home. We came to ask you for help. Could you please take us in and help us? No parents living in the streets. And we happily took them in. Now they've grown up. And we married all three of them. The girl became a nurse. And she... We married her to another male nurse, and they both are working in the hospital, and they have children, probably eight, nine years old now. And the other brothers also working, and uh, they are also married, and um, God has done a wonderful thing in their lives. They were um, Muslims, and after they came to the home, they became Christians. And what a wonderful thing it is how God changed their lives, transformed their lives. When we uh, were marrying the two-year-old, when he grown up, and I was uh, doing the ceremony, and uh, a young man came to me and introduced himself to me and said, uh, Sir, you may not recognize me, 
but i was raised in your children's home when i was very little my parents were going through lot of difficult times for food and a lot of hard times to send me to school so they brought me to the children's home and i grew up here and i received jesus into my heart my life is changed now i'm married and i have children and i'm working as a city administrator one of the biggest cities that's where the our children's home upper room children's home is in he is the city administrator and when he said that i was so happy to hear what god has done in his life like that there are so many other children became pastors evangelists construct builders and um, many other um, occupations and when i met meet them they say i am a christian when i hear that word that makes me so happy and these are the some of the stories um, from the upper room children's home you saw four uh, young men standing in the slide and they were also grown up in uh, some of the homes and now they are working one is working in arab countries and making a good living he is married and he has children and another one became a driver and he is a very influential young man uh, and uh, he is working as a driver and uh, he is also a christian and another young man on the side is working as a caretaker of one of the children's homes he came to us when he was like 6 uh, 7 years old his parents were uh, idol worshipers his dad worshiped a monkey and uh, they brought him to our children's home and said uh, we have we are having a hard time feeding our children feeding ourselves could you please take these children into your home and we took him in and he grew up and we married him in one of our crusades and uh, now he is working as a caretaker he has been working already 25 years in the same home and uh, he is an awesome young man he is a christian but his dad passed uh, like a two years ago but never accepted jesus even though the kids his brother was became christian and uh, they're all coming to the church and when they told his, the dad about uh, the true god and he said i worshiping this god that's how i die what a sad situation and he passed like that and uh, the family is very sad because they know the truth they heard about jesus they accepted jesus and uh, but their family couldn't accept him but uh, we can't do anything and anyhow now while it's daylight we have to preach the gospel whether they believe it or not our duty is to tell everybody jesus said go and make disciples of all nations that's the command that jesus gave to us 
And uh, in Matthew chapter 25, uh, 25 verse 35, for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you took a, looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. This is Jesus is telling to his people. And the king will reply, I tell you truth. Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did it unto me. You helped many, many, many children. And many lives have been changed. Once they were in the darkness, worshipping idols, because of poverty they came into the children's home and they were blessed beyond their imagination. God blessed them. Their lives have been changed forever. And some of them became evangelists and preaching the gospel all because of you care. You didn't do that. You didn't think about that much about uh, what you were giving and doing. But you have been doing a great thing for God. Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did it unto me. Pastor Greg and Bruce and Carrie and Chuck, Lisa and Ellen, they all had the word, go. We may not think much when we go. God uses everybody that takes that command seriously and go to the other countries and other places and other people and share the gospel with them. And God will use that word to transform their lives. We may think maybe not much what we are doing. We are doing great things when we obey that command of Jesus and go and tell the people in the faraway countries. The team did a wonderful job when they were there. They sang and they, they teach, they taught, and they prayed for the people. They interacted with them and talked to them. And it was a great joy for Indians to meet Americans. Americans have a high respect in India. And they did a great job. And God used them in a special way to talk to a lot of people in our crusade they preached. And what a blessing it was. Proverbs 19, verse 17. He that hath a pity upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord, and that which he hath given will he pay him again. God is saying this thing to us. Who that hath pity upon the poor, Jesus is concerned about the poor and needy and who are in darkness, not knowing the truth, wandering in the darkness. God cares for these people and cares for those who are hungry and needy. And he is saying to us, who, 
Who that hath pity upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord. We are lending to God. We are not giving to somebody but we are actually giving to God. Lending gets unto the Lord and that which he is, you have given will he pay him again. He will pay us again in many different ways. Good health and in every which way we need to be blessed he is there to bless us. Praise the Lord. And um, With the COVID, we are so scared, we don't know what to do. But Jesus, God said, remember this, Second Chronicles 7.14, If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways and pray, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. People don't have any hope. Scared. We don't know what's going to happen. There are about 5 million people died in the world with the COVID. So, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But knowing a true God, and we know where we go. Praise the Lord. We have to praise Him for that. He gave us the assurance. Leaving this world, you will be in my presence. But while we have time, we have to serve the Lord. We have to worship him. We have to praise him. We have to magnify his name. And uh, we have to live a Christian life. When people see us, they have to see Jesus in us. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good deeds good works and glorify your father which is in heaven Matthew 5.16 let your light so shine while we are in this world we are the light of the world Jesus said he is the light of the world and I made you a light of the world you shine your light into the dark places where people are wandering in the darkness, don't know the true God. There are so many people in the world living in darkness. We have the light. People have to be attracted to the light. And when we show this light, people will be attracted to Jesus. Our evangelists are doing a wonderful job in India. And we have... A, a <clears throat> burden now to reach the people living in the way back in the remote jungles. All the other areas, there are a lot of pastors, evangelists, missionaries working. But when we go to these places uh, to dedicate the bore wells we drill, we see how these people live. Living in a small shack, 
have closed some of them walking 2 miles to get a pot of water drinking the polluted water and when we drill a bore well they are so happy to drink this clean water we're not only giving them the clean water we are giving them the living water to these people and they open they just they say why in the world you come and drill this well to us we asked the officials but they never came and helped us why did you do what you did why did you drill this well for us and they tell them about jesus this is because the love of jesus want us to help you and then they start a church with uh, those who accepted jesus and then they grow from there and uh, we are about 100 pastors working in this remote jungles we had to walk to these places sometimes like 4 uh, 5 miles to get to them we can't take the vehicles we have to walk that far to go to these villages to dedicate the wells i wonder how they ever get this uh, uh, rigs to these places and our pastors are so dedicated they told me we're not just drilling for themselves and also we have a little bit of selfishness in us i said what because when we drill the bore wells we are not kicked out of the village when we go to share the gospel they have their hearts are open for us they welcome us instead of kicking us out so that's one of the reasons also we drill this bore wells and meet their needs to give them the living water praise the lord and please pray for us and pray for india and we love you so much and god bless you all Well, it's definitely cool to hear what's going on there. Um, you know, we hear about it in the newsletter and whatnot, but to hear it face to face, it's an awesome thing. It's it's a good thing uh that's been going on here that you've been a part of for these 37 years. And I just want to commend Jacob to you, Jacob and Jay both. Jacob's a man of vision. Um he's he's humble guy he wouldn't toot his own horn but but uh just just the you know he grew up in a children's home and then he started one children's home and then another and then another and then what there's eight now eight children's homes all together and so there's a lot of kids being reached but even beyond that you know uh they didn't stop there you know started the schools and the college and and uh you know sending out pastors and evangelists you know into the remotest parts uh we went up to just the edge of the jungle you know where it was still safe for us uh so they didn't take us into where we would lose our lives but but um but they go there you know and at the at the potential of losing their lives and uh you know and you know i know jacob was uh, he uh, and hope ministries helped bring or or really the emphasis between bringing running water into mori 
Uh, Maury didn't have any running water, and uh, it was through their outreach and the generosity of the ministry there that the whole city now has running water, and they don't have to drink out of the canal. And so uh, it's a cool thing what what they're doing, and so they're bringing transformation, you know, um, into the communities, into the marketplace, uh, in a lot of ways. And so as we um, uh, just wrap up here, you know, just keying off of some of these things that Jacob shared with us, you know, we are the ones that have the hope, you know, uh, because of Jesus. And no matter what happens, you know, we don't know what, what's ahead either, but we know that no matter what happens, we're in good shape, you know. Whether we live or die, you know, we're in good shape, you know. It's like it only gets better from here on out, you know. If we, if we die and get to be with Jesus, well, that's, that's what we're all looking forward to do, you know. Um, and if we get to stay and help, you know, then that's, that's good too. And so, as, as we are these dispensers of hope, you know, that puts us, puts a kind of a responsibility on us. Um, not everybody has that, but everybody needs that. Uh, so, I just want to, I guess I want to put a commission on you that, you know, Jesus told us to go into all the world. Well, you, you don't have to go very far to find the least of these. You know, you can, you can just go to Walmart and find the least of these. You know, you can, you can, it might be just somebody you pass every day on your way to work, or, or you know. Um, so I encourage you to go to India and to the remotest parts of the earth, but I also encourage you to go to the remotest parts of, of our city, you know. And uh, there's a lot of people that are marginalized or rejected or not cared for, just right around us. And so we can, we can reach out to the least of these right here. And so I just want to call our ministry team up. And uh, Jacob, you want to pray, uh, be available for prayer too. And uh, I just want to say you are the light of the world. You know, when Jesus, Jesus came, said, I am the light of the world. And then he said, you are the light of the world. It's like he, he passed the torch on to us. And the way that light shines to other people around us is through you. Um, yeah, listen to the Shine podcast. They'll tell you we need people that shine their lights, you know, right where we are. And uh, so, yeah, Jacob, come on up, uh, prayer team. And so if you would like prayer just for, for anything, if you need healing, if you need provision, if you need whatever your need might be, uh, any concern, any care. Uh, but also, I'd like to just kind of pray into, um, let's all, let, what would happen if we all just let our light shine a little brighter, or just had, you know, 1% more courage to share a, an encouraging word, or, or to talk about Jesus to somebody right beside us, right where we are. So... Lord Jesus, I just pray that you would stir our hearts, Lord. Lord, you have given us so much and given so much for us, Lord. Lord, you, you tell us that we are to pass on that light. And so I pray that, that you would just, just put, let that burn in our hearts, Lord God, that we've got something good, we've got good news, that, that, and let us not keep silent about that, Lord God, but to share that wherever we go, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen.